Hello and welcome to the Anchor Your Light podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Tiege, the best-selling author of the book, Master of One, and I'm here to empower you to live a soulful and inspired life. This is the place where we talk about all things spirituality, wellness, and health. My intention is to help you anchor back into your heart space so that you can go and shine your light throughout your day. Okay. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Cassie. And you are such an amazing soul. Um, I love your work and I love everything that you do and, and what you're here to create. And I'd love for you to just to introduce yourself, tell everyone what you're about, what, you, what you're here to do. And yeah, can't wait to connect today. Thank you. Thank you for such a lovely intro. So I am a kinesiologist, a business alignment coach, a writer. Uh, I've written three books and a speaker. And I also have a background in naturopathy and nutritional medicine. So that's kind of how I got started in, well, not kind of, it is how I got started in the in the health and wellness world. Um, and before that, I was a makeup artist in fashion and beauty. I was a freelancer and then I was signed to a really great agency. And I absolutely loved that part of my work and my life until one day I just started to feel like I just needed to be doing something on a, on a different level to the work that I was doing. I found that I was helping women to look really beautiful on the outside, but you know, by sitting and talking with them for the hour or so that it would take to do their makeup. I just knew I wanted to do more. I, I loved the talking part as well as doing the makeup. And so I decided to start studying nutrition and herbal medicine. It's something that I always absolutely loved. And um, I just felt it felt like the right path. It felt like the right thing for me to be doing. And then I always talk about, you know, following the little signs that, that guidance and the universe hint that and drop to us and I knew that it was the right time to be doing it because I had made the decision I was like 99% sure I was going to do it and then three times in one week I was directed towards a specific nutrition college so the first time was I was doing makeup on a shoot and the makeup artist sorry the I was the makeup artist the model was studying massage at this clinic and we started talking and I had been doing some research, so I heard about it. Then the next day, another model on a different shoot was studying nutrition through the same college. And then the next day, or like a couple of days later, but all within the same week, I was doing um, makeup on a shoot that was like situated three day, three doors down from this nutrition college. And I was like, okay, that's three, three for three. This is where I have to go. So that really started me down that path. And since then, I've been seeing clients. I've got courses. I've, you know, as I said, written my books. I have done speaking engagements um, and, and, and everything that flows from that. Yeah. What an amazing soul you are. And sometimes, you know, we can think that, you know, we could just be a makeup artist or something like that, but there might be a, a deeper purpose on why we're there. And you were probably already naturally helping people for, with everyone who came your way. Um, I'm sure that they felt a lot brighter and lighter and there was more than just, you know, that, on the outside, yeah, they, I'm sure they looked absolutely amazing, but on the inside, they would have felt just as sparkly as well. So how beautiful. And it's, and it's also a great reminder that it doesn't matter where you are, you can still be bringing that light as well. Exactly, exactly. And you're right, you know, I would talk to the models about, not, not from a prescriptive point of view, but about their diet and their food and their lifestyle and all these things. And 
And it was actually one of my friends who said, oh, you would be such a good nutritionist. Like you love talking about this. And, you know, sometimes it's something that you already know within, but, but it's like you'll then hear a conversation or have a conversation that will just help to plant that seed even further to help you take that next step. But yeah, you're already doing it in some way in your current situation, in your current circumstance. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. And I think, you know, it really uh, resonates with especially your uh, new book, which is Aligned and Unstoppable. And I think there's always been a probably a part of you that's always felt that alignment, even if, you know, the, you can, I always see, I was talking to someone about this the other day, you can be in two different worlds, you can have some really hard stuff that's happening in life, but being total alignment, total synchronicity, and everything seems to be flowing for you. Um, it's it's such a big journey, but I, I really loved, especially your third book. Um, I'll, I might talk about uh, later about some things that I received just by holding your book. But um, yeah, Aligned and Unstoppable, I'd love for you to talk about alignment and, you know, help, how can people get into alignment and, and things like that? Because I know that that's a big topic where people can feel, oh, I'm, I'm not in alignment with where I want to be, or they're thinking about something that's in the future and they see where they're not now and and they can bring all that sort of stuff up um but you're like the alignment queen you bring people in alignment <laughs> for their business you bring alignment in their life so let's bring on the golden nuggets today okay let's do it so um the first thing i want to say is something i want to continue to pull the thread that you that you started with was um you know you can be going through something that's difficult or hard or challenging in one one area of life but in the other area in another area have such flow and momentum and ease and i think that's one of the biggest uh i guess fears or myths around feeling and being in alignment is that a lot of us think that we have to be perfect or things have to be perfect for us to be in alignment and so we miss we miss seeing synchronicities and um, beautiful pieces of flow that land in our laps because we're like well, it's not enough or, you know, I'm not, everything else isn't perfect. So that doesn't completely count for me. And I do write in the lines and unstoppable quite often. And then in one place, very particularly where I say, you do not have to be in, a, in, sorry, you do not have to be perfect to be in alignment because perfectionism doesn't exist, but you know, it doesn't, it's not um, a prerequisite to feel in aligned, in alignment and feel flow. And so I think one of the first things to do is to, take the pressure off yourself that things have to be perfect for you to feel good about where you are because we can be so hard on ourselves mm. and that that be that that pressure that we place on ourselves as i said it means that we miss other you know as you said golden nuggets that are around us and coming to us and we we can block the flow by thinking that we're not in enough flow and so mm. i i always like to reiterate to people how quickly things can shift so you can be um, you know, you can, with your work, you can be, you can be feeling stressed about if you run your own business, stressed about money, stressed about not having enough clients, stressed about all of that. And then you can actually still be in that energy and receive an email with a new client signing up for you. There's a lot of talk, you know, especially in the health and wellness and the spiritual world that like, you have to completely embody what you're calling in to receive it. And yes, on some level, you have to be willing and ready and able to receive that. So you have to have space for the abundance. You have to, you know, on some level, know that you're worthy of it, but you can also be feeling stressed about money and receive money. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to be in perfect alignment to receive. And so 
that I like to pick, I like to, if people are feeling stressed about not being in alignment, I like to ask them, write down everything that feels like it's out of alignment now. And what would be, you know, the antithesis, what would be the remedy to that? What would make you feel really amazing? And how can you then start to take little steps towards that and or just open up to receive it? Because as I always say, it's up to us, but it's not only up to us. So, yeah. and you know, you know that so well, it's, we can take steps, but we also have to know we're trusted and supported by something higher, greater, deeper. And knowing that means that we can say, it's okay that things aren't perfect. I can still be in flow. Ah, oh, I just, I really, I really felt that within my heart and soul. And I was like, it's so true. And, you know, I think people, when they get stuck in perfectionism, they get perfectionism paralysis where there's no action and then they're, they're feeling that they can't fulfill whatever they need to fulfill. But, you know, I, I know it, I experienced, I think it was in 2015, I had some really hardship, but then I had the most incredible experiences coming my way. And all I kept doing was allowing myself to be open to the possibilities of abundance, the possibilities of new beginnings um, and still feeling that joy, even though we have to go through these processes. And a part of, I guess, our soul evolution is that we have to move through these lessons that might come our way. But um, I always see that like every obstacle is a redirection to where you need to be. And even, I, know, I don't know how you feel. I know you're, you're a good writer as well. Um, that, you know, when, when you're feeling that block, I don't, I never see it as a block. I always see it as that there's redirection of where you need to, um, I guess, attune to energy, whether it needs to shift, something needs to shift, whether it's within, whether it's the manuscript. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too. Yeah, I'm, I think the exact same way as you. I, I actually don't believe in writer's block. And when I say that to people, they're like, what, what do you mean? I, like, there is a thing because I'm feeling it. And I'm like, I know you're feeling it, but I actually think um, it's, as you said, it, it's a redirection. And I think that we have the perception of writer's block. And so in the same way, we can have the perception of being blocked in whatever else, whatever else, you know, whatever other avenue of life. But it is, it is, you know, there's um, Marcus Aurelius, a Roman emperor from, you know, hundreds, thousands of years ago. He said, the obstacle is the way. And then um, Ryan Holiday wrote a book called The Obstacle is the Way. So it's all about the obstacle is showing you you know, the block or the resistance, whatever word you want to put to it, is showing you actually what to do and how to move forward. And there's a beautiful quote. I'm going to read it to you from A London Unstoppable. It's from, oh, um, yeah. it's from Stephen Pressfield from The War of Art. So this, I've opened the chapter on resistance, but with this quote. So he, Stephen Pressfield, um, and for those who don't know of him, he, he writes incredibly, um, he's a, all about doing the work and being, you know, the professional, not the amateur, um, and clearing creative blocks. So he wrote in The War of Art, he wrote, resistance is directly proportional to love. If you're feeling massive resistance, the good news is it means there's tremendous love there too. If you didn't love the project that is terrifying you, you wouldn't feel anything. And I think that brings in that sense of like, when there's a huge block, it probably feels like a huge block because whatever is behind it is really deeply important for you and for the evolution of your soul. Oh, I love it. I could just listen to you all day. <laughs> it's, it's like, it really speaks to my heart. And I think, yeah, you put some really good points there because, um, you know, I, when I was, I'm currently going through an edit of my second manuscript, I've, I'm up to writing my fourth book, but, yeah. um, 
but I've had to come back to to this book, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, so I was in the I was in the bookstore, and I was just thinking about my book and thinking about oh, this would be nice here. And then I didn't have a title yet for my book, yeah. and then um, I picked up your book, Al- Un- Aligned and Unstoppable, and then the title hit me like a wave hit me, and I was like, oh this is what I need to do with my manuscript. So I was just like, oh, and, and I think this is really important for those who want to be a writer or want to go down the writing path that truly the it, books have a sacred energy and a sacred transmission. And even just picking up your book of something like a, a, something about it aligned and unstoppable is helping to adjust your frequency to that so i wanted to have an opportunity to say thank you for writing your book firstly because that really helped me to um yeah get clear about my manuscript which i'm still working through now because when the inspiration dropped i had to do a bit of healing on my manuscript it might sound a little bit weird but um i had to change my relationship with the manuscript because i'm like oh in my mind it was perfect. It was done. And then I got this inspiration of, oh, this is how it can be even, even more better, even more heartfelt. And it's just like, no, you want to create a book that you purely love. And, and that's what I received just by holding your book aligned and unstoppable. So. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That's just so beautiful. And you're so right. Like each of our, every book that you pick up will have a frequency. And that's why I think um, a lot of people, like so you might buy a book and not read it for six months or six years because you actually, you know, part of you knew you needed it, but another part knew you didn't need it then. But it's like you just wanted it there for when the time was right. And I've had so many people, particularly with my second book, It's All Good, say that they bought it, but they didn't read it yet. And I think it depends on what the work is. So in, in my second book, it's all about um, doing that deep healing and forgiveness work. And people often aren't ready for that yet. Mm. But part of them is like, I, do, I need it there. It's like when you buy chocolate, you're like, for later. This is for later. I'll save some for later. So I think um, we're, yeah, we're, called, we're, we're pulled to the books and the work that we need. And then on the on, that's one hand. On the other hand, you know, as the writer and author, we also come to the book with a frequency. And the book has its own frequency and energy. And Cheryl Strayed says, um, your book has a birthday. You just don't know it yet. So, oh. your book, yes, the best. <laughs> um, our, you know, our books come through us and they have their own timeline. And so when you just said before you had to heal your relationship with the manuscript, I totally get it. And I had to heal my, I had to heal elements of my like inner author and my identity with writing through the writing of the lines and unstoppable. And there are so many parts that one part is, um, I had to really like step up in my voice to write that book because although it's that actually like, if you said to me out of your three books, which is the book that is actually the work that you do most commonly in your client work and in your programs, 100% it's aligned and unstoppable. Mm-hmm. But because it was the work, because of that reason, I had massive resistance through a lot of the writing process, not through the whole thing, but I had to take huge breaks from the writing process. I was also at first healing from a miscarriage and then pregnant with my beautiful daughter. So there was different creative energy flowing through. So I had to honor the cycle of creativity and so much rest period through the book, which yeah, just ha- yeah. the book has its own timeline. Whereas you are enough. I wrote in six weeks and landed a supplement. I wrote in 18 months. Like it just, it's trusting the process and that's the same for anything we're creating or, or, or creating and pulling into the world. It's 
you have to trust the process and the timeline because you might have one idea of, you know, I want to, the idea was, you know, conceived here and then this is the creation period and this is the launch period, but your body of work has its own timeline as well. Oh, so true. So true. I really believe that like my first book took me about, I think a year to write. The second book took me six months. The third book took me three months. Yeah. And, but, um, <laughs> the next book will be three hours. <laughs> I know. Just like, but I've noticed that now I've come to a point where I realize my creative cycle. So there'll be times when I'm like, I feel totally exhausted and I will not write in that energy um, because it's just like, I'm not feeling the inspiration and I never want to come from a place which isn't from my soul or anything like that. Um, and I noticed that when I actually take those breaks now, the next day or the day after it was, it's just like, oh, I feel that connection again. I'm ready to write. And it feels like it's in the right energy. And I think honoring the, the creation cycle is so important. You know, even for me going through this edit, I thought I told my editor, yep, no problems. Um, I think it was July. It's almost ready to go. Yeah. I feeling it. And then just, just, I don't even know. I don't yeah, even know. Save more time. Yeah. 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 And, and I think I've come to a point now, I just want to make sure that whatever um, I guess comes through is coming from a place that I truly love and, and that's the space and energy that I want people to receive as well. And I know that anyone who picks up your book will totally feel it as well. And I was really reflecting on, I guess, the writing process or anything, any creative project that people do or give out to the world, we become the sacred holders of that energy as well. And so we're holding people in that container as well. So, you know, we spend hours and hours, thousands of hours of technically what it is, energetic healing, because I truly believe that what we're doing as a creative entrepreneur, solopreneur, we're holding space so that the purest life force can come through so that people can receive exactly what they need to receive and remember what they're meant to do in this lifetime. And I know that you really encourage people to um, ignite their inner light and live out their soul mission. And that's what I really see in you as well. Thank you. And it's so, you know, I feel like you would know this. It's that um, what what we're often what we're deepening within ourselves is then what we're sharing and, and teaching in so many ways. And so, you know, don't be surprised if you decide to create or write something and you're like, I've learned this lesson, but then the lesson comes up again for you. And it's just like, it's part of that. It is, it's part of the healing process of creating that the stuff will come up because again, it's not linear, it's cyclical. So you might be, if you imagine it's almost like a spiral, so you, it's circular, you might still feel like you're rising and going up, but it, you're still going like, you can't see me on the podcast, but like little circles upwards and upwards and upwards. Um, and I found this so true. So when I was writing You Are Enough, you know, it's all about obviously trusting your enoughness and, you know, stepping into your self-worth and, and feeling really confident and powerful in who you are. And through during the launch period, so just before the book came out, I... Um, had this hormonal imbalance because I used to drink soy lattes and I just stopped drinking soy. It's a long story, but my body like couldn't have to like adjust my hormone level and hormone balancing because I'd stopped having soy and it had, it has a slight, um, you know, hormonal effect. Anyway, my skin broke out in the most intense acne I've ever had in my whole no. life. 
quite before my book launch of my book called You Are Enough. And here I am being like, oh, my skin. Like I was so self-conscious of it. I had, I, yeah, I've deleted any photos. I, I was taking photos to kind of track it. Um, I'm also ashamed to say, even though I'm a naturopath, it took me so long to work out that it was cutting out the soy latte that had done it. Anyway, once I knew that, I actually hilariously, just a bit off topic, top topic went back onto soy and then weaned myself off it as if I was coming off a drug. Uh. And in that way, my body could balance itself over time. And then my skin was fine. But that I had acne, pigmentation. Anyway, I had to do so much work on trusting my enoughness as I launched a book called You Are Enough while dealing with feeling self-conscious. So that was the first time I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be called to live and deepen my message to make sure I'm in alignment so I can teach it. Then during the, during the um, so that happened at launch for You Are at launch and just a bit after if you're enough then before the launch so towards the end of the writing of it's all good which is all about dealing with failure managing yourself expectations and trusting yourself and trusting your path and surrendering to where you are healing forgiving up leveling integrating all of that i had to do all of that all over again for a huge huge things that i thought i'd healed and resolved and let go of all of that and i was like oh Again, I'm being called to live this message that I'm in alignment to share the message. And then Aligned and Unstoppable comes along. And the same way your books come through you faster, my lessons get taught to me sooner in the writing process. So mm. you're enough, it was right at launch. It's all good, it was before launch. For Aligned and Unstoppable, it was during the writing. And again, as I said, I was healing from a miscarriage, then pregnant. So there was a lot of other stuff going on, but I, for a lot of the time, especially when I had to take, when I was like, I need to take my break now, I need to rest and heal a bit. And then I'll get back to the writing. Mm. I had so much resistance to writing the book. And for a lot of it, I felt not in the writing, but you know, for pockets of time during the writing process, but very, you know, unaligned and, un and very stoppable. Like I just, I wasn't feeling in that flow. And again, I was like, wait, the person reading this book might be also having moments where they feel they don't feel aligned. They don't feel unstoppable. And so I'm living that to get in tune with the frequency of, as you said, like who needs to read this book and I need to be in that space to get out of it, to teach other people how they can do that as well. And so it was this exact same, you know, again, I was like, okay, third book, third time. I get it now. I have to deepen my message to share it with the world. But it's yeah it's just so interesting how it happens because and it doesn't always happen in that way you're not always what i say to my business clients you're not always your ideal client but on some level a version of you of what you're creating a version of you needs that work needs to hear that needs that healing needs that clearing yeah so it, it just happens in its own way to support your growth a hundred percent um i found that with my first book that um, I was going, I was living what I was writing. It was just like a soul lesson would come up and I'm like, Oh, why is this happening? And I'm like, I don't want to have to experience everything. Um, but it helped me to see that, you know, there are lots, so many people that might be in this space of, because my, my book is about helping, I guess, to transcend any challenges or anything that comes your way and come to the highest perspective that you can and just really align with your soul. So I was realizing that, you know, people think, oh yeah, cool. You probably got a book on like alignment and, and soul mastery or something like that. And it's like, no, you experience sometimes the complete opposite to what it is because you're helping people because you 
you're courageous enough to go into the depths to help people um, move out and that and that is can be really challenging um, on a personal level when you're doing this um, journey. And so people say, oh, you wrote a book. And it's like, yeah, there, there's a lot that goes behind it too. Just, don't you worry. Yeah. Like, it's, it's full on. Like my second book's on anxiety and I didn't think I'd be writing about anxiety. I had it in a meditation, but it's just been interesting to you. Sometimes you do embody those paths and it's, not necessarily that it's collecting like karmic, anything like that, but you're helping to come from a level of a, yeah, a space of healing that people can really, um, you know, navigate through what they're going through and feel like, you know what, I, I really connect to this message and like, I can really feel it. And I know that someone's here for me along the journey. And I think, I think that's re that's really important. And I'm sure lots of people would have received that, especially being with your book as well. And I think, um, you know, whenever I'm thinking about my, my book, especially my second book, I've had, I've probably had a bit of resistance. I'll have to admit, like you just go through it. But I think sometimes there, there are two things, you know, um, you know, the universe will ask you, are you committed to this path? And it's just like, you know, you've got to move through and navigate through, like I'm committed to this. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And whenever I feel like my, I, I'm not connecting with my book. I connect to the soul of soul of my book and, and ask it, what does it need? And, you know, what do, what do I need to give you? What do I need to give you space? Do I need to restructure you? Do I need to love you more? Or um, I'm not sure if you experienced that as well, but um, that that's just one process. If anyone's listening and, and really struggling to connect to their own, um, creative project or vision, um, sometimes just connecting into the soul of what you're here to create, um, it will talk to you. It sounds a bit kooky. <laughs> yeah. I think for what we're talking about, it sounds so on exactly what, what you need to do. But, and I think you're so right. Like I've, um, <clears throat> yeah, you can ask the, you can ask the book, like, what do you need next? Um, or how do you need to come through me? Like what, what, mm. what, yeah, give me more information about that. And you can also ask your guidance and your guide. So I will, I will literally ask my guides. I'll say, can you, I'm really struggling with chapter three. I'm feeling blocked and stuck, blah, blah, blah. Can you please work on it and let me know when it's done. And then a little bit later, you know, you know, sometimes it's a few hours, sometimes it's a few days, sometimes it's a few weeks, but chapter three will start to drop in. I Love think it. That happens. You have to grab your pen or grab your phone and make a note because it, if, if it starts to drop in, you know, sentence by sentence, that is when you're receiving that. It's not coming back later. Like, <clears throat> not to oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. like take it, run with it. Um, and just, yeah, like, of course the idea might be there later, but I find that when you start to receive it, when it comes through so clearly, that is the moment where the, you know, the gates have opened. The source is like, like blowing the words into your consciousness so just receive them and write them down and then they'll make sense later or what I've started to do because I'm often with my little girl she's 20 months and I might not be able to go and even I might not even have two hands to type so I I um record a note sorry there's a leaf blower outside if you can hear that but I record a note on my phone an audio note and then I'll I'll email it to myself so it's just a voice recording um and I find that really helpful because then I can just like verbatim say what has been channeled Ah, beautiful. And it might even be sometimes like a sentence or something. It's kind of like, um, it just, 
it's it's kind of like the key to to the gateway of where this channeled information needs to come through and i find that it's really important especially when i keep hearing it over and over and over in my head and if um it just keeps going and then it's like a backlog but it's it's so important that when you just receive that information it doesn't matter you know i always find that it's probably when i'm driving in the shower or in the most inconvenient moment for me like i'm busy doing something and then the information drops and you're like oh this isn't the best time right now (laughs) but that's fine it must be the only time i'm listening and and then and then it's like, okay, I'll grab a pen quickly. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Write that down or put it in my phone and I use it as an anchor. Um, but I make sure to go back to it because it's almost as if there's, sometimes I feel there's like a certain amount of time or like a, it's like when you get that idea, put it into physical form straight away because it's kind of like you're acknowledging and receiving that beautiful divine inspiration from spirit. Yeah, and I think on that, it's important to have a space for it. So I, if I'm at my desk or if I have you know, two hands and the moments to type it in, I use Evernote um, on my computer because it will sync with my phone and I have a note. So each of my books had what I call a spark file. So it would be just where I'd put any ideas, sentences, words, themes, whatever that needed to come through, I'd put it in there. Um, or you might buy yourself a, you know, a lovely notebook or a pad of paper so that you're kind of, not kind of, you are saying here is the container for this work and I'm ready to receive it. It's, it's kind of the same thing as saying like, you know, I remember I once had a client, we were working together and we were doing a lot of stuff around money and receiving. And I said to her, she was upset that she hadn't been saving a lot. And I said to her, do you have a savings account? She said, no. And I said, well, where's the, where, where are your savings going? Like how, so, so she opened a savings account and by the end of our program together, she was feeling so confident about money. And one of the biggest things that she had opened a savings account because then she had a container for her intention. So you need a container for your intention. You need a, if you want to write, you need a place to write it. If you want to, you know, if I work with a client and they want to be seeing more clients, I say, well, have you opened more spots in your calendar? open the spots in your calendar it's like you have to sometimes take that action before and then the energy will catch up with you Mm, that's so important and because i i'm a very creative person and i was the type that was receiving messages all the time you know just before i was about to go to sleep but i was like oh not now guys let me sleep but it wasn't until i had started to create the time and space for my writing or any creative projects that i began to actually see things in physical form and it was just like oh this is, it's like you're communicating with your guides and spirit and it's like, oh, we can, we can have a chat now. Okay, cool. Let's, let's get this um, more flowing. And for me, I'm thinking like, oh, structure. I was like, oh no, but now I absolutely, I know it, like uh, if I talk to my 10, like 10 years ago self, yeah. they'll be like, you're crazy. How could you <laughs> like this structure? But this structure has actually helped me to develop a process that actually, helps to yeah ignite my light and every day i use the morning as my creative time as my writing time because i've got a quite a busy schedule but ever since that it's just like i can't imagine another way of being at the same time and it's just so important and i tell people you know if you really want to create anything in your life you ha- you do have to create that time and schedule it in and you know with my first book, I had no idea what I was writing, to be honest. And all I did was say, spirit, I know you want me to write a book. 
I would drive to the cafe and I'll be like, I still don't know what I'm writing about. I'd sit down and straight away, it was like the ideas come because I allowed that time as well. So it's a process of trust, surrender and intention as well. Yeah. And as you said, showing up because, so there's an, there's a great quote in one of Stephen Pressfield's books and I'm, I've actually struggled to find the quote again when I've looked, but I know it was there that I read it where he was, he was quoting another author who said, um, I only write when my muse shows up. Thankfully she arrives every morning at 9am when I sit down at my desk. Mm. It's like on one hand, yes, creativity will flow through you and inspiration will arrive and that will help, you know, create this flow and momentum, but also you have to sit down sometimes and just write. And I think one of, the, one of the things to like circle back about the writer's block that we started with is people will often think they have writer's block because they think they don't know what to say, but they're not even at their desk yet or they're not just opening the channel and just allowing themselves to create that, you know, set that intention and then just open up to receive. And sometimes you don't know what you're doing until you've done it. Yeah. You have to say, I trust whatever flows through me. Um, and also sometimes it's about, it's about, taking away the pressure that people will, other people will be reading it and just letting it flow through you first and then seeing where that leads. Oh, hundred percent. I love it. Absolutely love it. And it'd be interesting to see, I guess, um, how your, uh, your creative side um, comes out more now that you might have a bit more time on your hands, especially more time to the self. Let's see. Um, I wonder if anything is um, popping up that might be new for you that might be coming through and things like that. You hit the nail on the head. I've, um, so, you know, as we were talking before we hit record, my daughter started daycare. So as I was saying, this is like my, this is my second full day to myself since before she was born pretty much. Um, and it is, I, there has been a new, there's a newness coming through um, moving into the new year with my work and how, what I'm doing and how I'm showing up. I guess not really how I'm showing up, but the container that I'm showing up in, if that makes more sense. So, um, and I had, there was, because there was so much to talk about resistance, I've been feeling that for the last few weeks because that was the, that was, I was on the other side of that boulder. You know, I was on the other side where I couldn't see what was next. And there was so much trust that had to, to fall into, you know, I had to embody and um, hold on to for dear life sometimes to re remember that just because I couldn't see all the answers, it didn't mean that they weren't there or they weren't coming through. It's such, there's so much divine timing at play when it comes to, you know, working with and aligning with and moving into our bigger vision. And we, it's not always up to us in terms of our mental, our human time frame. Sometimes things just have to, play out and puzzle pieces need their own time and space to land and fall into place. So um, there is all information and details are still coming to me, but it is, um, it's very much related to my land and unstoppable work and message. And I'm really excited for, for however it keep, continues to land. And it is, it's taking these little pockets of time that I have to receive it and also trusting uh, for me, I often have to remember that there's no rush. You know, there's no, there's no rush. I'm not racing against a clock to create. Um, but when you get that really excited energy coming through you, often we want to, we, we take that to mean we need to go faster as opposed yeah. to just using this fuel to just continue to create. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited to see, um, you know, especially I'm going to say what next you brings, um, yes. but all in divine timing. And I always, and I always tell people I work with, especially, um, that at the right time is when your creative project will be 
unleashed into the world. And so it's, yeah, coming back into that space of divine timing, like it's just going to be beautiful and magical and when it lands. And as long as we're continuing to show up, we know where our alignment is at and we just take the time to honor the self and what's coming through. I know that, yeah, everything just falls into place and it's not just this, it's not just like this woo woo kind of, um, I don't know, new age kind of thought kind of thing. It's just that, that real knowing of, no, this is coming at exactly the right time. And I can really see within you, like that true embodiment of your message that what's coming through and all the things you've had to work through, especially, you know, probably mindset, um, getting your energy right and all those sorts of things um, that have really probably come up, but you can see that uh, it's just uh, anyone who gets to work with you and be in your space and presence is, they are so lucky and so blessed and I can just see how you bring them just to that next level and see them at their highest potentiality and help them to reach that too. So thank you for being such a beautiful gift to this world and following your heart and just continuing to show up in your beautiful presence. Thank you. Oh my God. Like you almost made me cry then. I think if I was a bit more premenstrual, you would have brought the tears <laughs> Um, that was so gorgeous. Thank you. I have just loved talking with you here and it, like, we just, we're on, it's like, we could just keep talking for hours and hours. It's just bouncing off each other so amazingly. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it so much of it really is that the trust piece and trusting that, you know, even with creativity, that there's more where that came from. A lot of the time people will get scared that, you know, oh, I've written that, I'll never write again, or, it, you know, I'm done. Yeah. I've seen that, again, it's cyclical, it's not linear. Oh, love it. I love it. And how can people um, work with you or find you? So I am online at CassieMendozaJones.com. Um, it's a long word. Google will probably find me if you get this, if you type it, you know, you don't spell it correctly, but it's CassieMendozaJones.com, and I'm on Instagram at CassieMendozaJones. And Facebook as well. I'm probably on Instagram more than Facebook, but that's where I am. And my books are sold in all bookshops and online, wherever books are sold. And yeah, that's that's where I am. Uh, love it, love it. And I know that just as soon as you pick up a book of Cassie's or do one of her courses, I know a few people who've done your course and they've really found it so profound as well. You've got such a beautiful energy and I know that you hold such um, a sacred container, a beautiful space and you are all heart alignment and soul and, and all the goodness. So anyone is lucky to yeah be in your presence and if you're in their life, they're like next level. They're going to go next level. Thank you so much. I... Thank you so much. If we weren't over Zoom, I would be giving you the biggest hug, but we are. So, but uh, I'm hugging. I'm hugging. <laughs> and we're hugging you too, whoever's listening. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank, thank you. you. So thank you so much. And make sure to check out Cassie at CassieMendozaJones.com. Thanks for listening to the Anchor Your Light podcast with Jacqueline Tish. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to this channel and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Jacqueline Teach, or you can stay connected and see my latest offers on my website, www.jacquelineteach.com.